page Kuflamad Ches, the Ma'areches Limit Amusra. This is going to be the Hakdama. Last week we did the Psicha of the Shar, so this is the second piece in the Shar, second Shar. Musr eno hamtsah chadasha shel bale hamusr haachronim. Musr is not a new invention. Don't think that the idea of musr is something that later developed. Even lechala yoiser nucha loymar, you could say if you want shehem chidshu es tzuras halimud, you could say that they innovated a framework for how to approach it, a tzura of the way that musr should be learned. Hamusr atzmo mushrush ba'imka shel Torah. Musr itself is rooted. In the depths of Torah, Vagam Lamdu Musr Bachol Hatakufos, and Musr was learnt throughout all of the periods. Marana Governor Yisrael Blazer, Nishmasa Eden, Herach Bazab, Bemaimer Shari Ar, Besifra Ar Yisrael, and Ar Yisrael, which is the compilation of essays from Yisrael, Rav Yisrael Salanter, so Rav Itzla Petterberger. Yisrael Blazer also puts in a lot of his own uh, essays around it. In the beginning is one called Shari R, and he goes through uh, and he brings he brings in uh, in the fifth parak over there the Ramchal, the Chida, and the Chovas Das, the Nefesh Achayim, uh, a whole slew of Chassam uh, Sofer. He brings the Magid to, to the base Yosef, uh, Stelling, and, and saying how that they had to learn Moser. Um, one of the things that he discusses, and, and the whole parak is about, he says by, by Rav Yonas and Ibishitz that a person should view learning Musr as an obligation, and if they understand that it's not just gravy, that it's something that it's a chiv, so then it'll help them approach it with diligence. And he said that he started any shir in Gemara Chumash with uh, pieces from the Shlah that were related to Musr. Um, one of the interesting things that he does bring from the Nefesh HaChayim is that a person should make sure uh, to use the time that's necessary, this is a translation, but uh, to use the, the time that, it's easier for me to bring it here, um, to use the time that is necessary to learn Musr uh, to do it, um, but that he should make an exact calculation so that the time that he spends on Musr is necessary, otherwise, you know, it, it's, it shouldn't, he shouldn't take it away from learning Torah, but one of the interesting things that that means also is that if he, to the extent that he's saying a person shouldn't sit and learn Musr, shouldn't, shouldn't uh, go over the time that should be spent in Dalad Amas of Allah and other areas of Torah and Musr. That means, but to the extent that a person recognizes that there is a necessity and it's necessary and it's a chiyuv, that time should be spent on Musr. So he brings through the, the ages, especially certain, certain of the early ones also were focused on Chayvis Halavavis, which lived, I think, at the same time as Rashi, but Arishan, the Chayvis Halavavis was their go-to safer for, uh, for Musr. I think he brings the Chassam Sofer that any day that he learned for, didn't learn from the Chayvis Halavavis, that he felt a coldness. But th- this is not something that was invented in the, uh, in, in the later generations. What is, we have to define, what are the boundaries, how do we quantify what Musr is. So the place to start, and then what he's going to do is he's going to try to draw out a common denominator, a common thread, going through all of them. We'll look to the early, to, to, to Rishonim and the early commentators, many of them coming off the Pasuk in Mishlei, where Pasuk is a Pasuk, it mentions Moser, and see how they explain it. The Ralbag says that Moser, so there are certain things that relate to midos, certain things that relate to character improvement, and certain things that relate to uh, outlook and ideas. Va musr ashir midos, musr when it comes to midos, 
Hulazov Hamidos Hamagonos, to forsake Midos that are Megona, right, that are negative behaviors, negative, not just behaviors, but Midos, negative character traits, and to conduct oneself with positive, with praiseworthy Midos. And when it comes to Musr in Deos, a person should guide himself in Hasagos in an organized way, according to the way that the, in, and in ways that will lead him to the right outlook. And he shouldn't be, uh, uh, in other words, a person, I guess, the way that I understand it, uh, I did not look it up inside, is that if a, a person, you have things that you're going to invest your intellectual energy in and a person has to have a goal so if you want to know a certain body of knowledge so there are going to be a certain major in college there are going to be prerequisites when you decide what you want to invest your intellectual energy in so then you should be looking to things that are going to bring you in the right direction and develop the positive outlook in that way and you shouldn't be looking in things just again it doesn't mean any person can't take a break i don't know you want to read the paper whatever you do i don't know that the paper is as kosher as people might think but in terms of politics and getting lost in it certainly today but to sit there and look at things that are not going to bring him there so for what you're just taking the intellect that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave you and investing it in some other direction. Vishalola Katzer and a person, there's no shortcuts. Vishalola Katzer Mila'ain Bimasha Evshal Adam Asigo. And if a person is able to comprehend something, you shouldn't sell yourself short. Whether it's Zalad Chelke Shulchanarach, we talked about godless things like that in the first Maracha. Right? A person should not sell themselves short of what they could accomplish. So Midos, embrace good behaviors, get rid of bad character traits. Uh, a person should invest the intellectual energy to getting to the right place, not sell himself short for what he can accomplish, and don't, and don't invest intellectual energies into places that shouldn't be gone to. Rabbeinu Yonah, Kishon Amais Vazivas Haveris Yikra Chachma. Before you even get to Musar, there are certain things that you have to have, that, that, that you have to write your ways and you have to forsake Averos. That's, that's uh, Aleph Bez. It's Chachma, it's Halacha, things you have to know about. That's not what we're talking in terms of mitzvahs. Now you know the mitzvahs. And you know what the Averis are. A person has to understand the nature, the negative elements, the Gnai of Averis, and the loss and the destruction so that he can distance himself from them. So Rabbeinu Yonah is not focused as much on human traits and character in as much as he seems to be focused more on how sin, uh, the, the nature of Avera, the nature of negative acts for what they are and how they will impact a person's neshama and how he should avoid it. So, right, so this is and to remind, to, to be himself, give himself tocha, reproof uh, to himself in remembering the Ainshim, which we discussed yesterday. In certain ways, the basics, the Aleph base of Yerushimayim, not to be skipped is Yerusha Onesh, is consequence. And to give Musr to others. And to people that give Musr, it's good for them to know this. Fine.
Rabbi Yitzchak Arama, the Kedis Yitzchak, Ki Atachbula Hanifla, it's the strategy that's, uh, that's wondrous. Beagia la Adam Echad Shnei Limudam, Hani Osivlai, Lefishnei Chalakov, when a person invests in the following two things, Achachma Lefishichlai, Vahamusar Lefimidosav. So he focuses more on the Midos, Chachma is more of an intellectual thing, and Musar is uh, geared more to the character. The Gra, Leda Chachma will speak out more as we get to the end. As he starts tying it together, we'll have more what to say. But for now, let's see what they say. Hagra Leda Chachma Shiloyipo Bereshasiyetzahara. A person shouldn't fall into the trap, the net of the Yetzahara. Ashiru Pireish Laraglov Vishalo Yispate Bipituyo. A person shouldn't fall into the trap of the Yetzahara, and he shouldn't be. Uh, you shouldn't be persuaded and taken in. He shouldn't be seduced. So what's Musar? Shim Yitzro misgaber love. What happens if a person's Yitzhara is misgaber on him? Yasser Atzmo, he sure he should afflict himself or hold himself back. We'll see the Yishbarai Sai Kmajikasov, Kmashamar, Lamar La Surim Tsuut, to those who are tied up, who are held back, they should go away from that. Hagalah, he should uh, he should be megala himself, uh, reveal uh, to the one who's in chayshech. So then the lightness should be revealed. V'hainu oisem shekfar biyad yitzram. It's speaking to the person that has already fallen into their yitzar, into their yitzar. So a person has clarity. There is yashras. A person gets into a trap of the yitzar. Uh, we discussed last time already that sometimes when a person already sees clarity and sees the truth, so then the the yitzhar can't uh, can't trick them anymore. So over here. He breaks to the extent that he's trapped. He breaks that, separates himself from that. He finds clarity. So Musr is what allows him to get away from the Yitzhara, which is clouding his perception. And those who are in darkness, they didn't see light. And they didn't even recognize that they were being seduced. So, and the Messiah Susharim says this also, right? There's two different. There's different types of ways of uh, of not understanding. A person could see something and, and and not recognize that it's there, or he could see something and recognize that it's good. So over here he says that a person might not even recognize that he's falling into a trap. He'll recognize what's there and he'll recognize what's trying to seduce him. So even if he breaks his yitzer and his taiva, yira lishbar b'derach ha'tayra v'loyet tzadik harbe yoser imasha kasa v'tayra. So what the Gros says is very interesting. He says that alti tzadik harbe. The idea of musr is to put one back on the path of yashras, and we're going to discuss this more a little bit. Also, the idea of musr is not to just move oneself towards the right and into, he's going to have a chapter actually called Frumkite. The idea of Musr is not to put oneself into what he deems to be the right path and just stay away at all costs. The idea of Musr is to find light. The idea of Musr is to find Yashras, to understand what it is. I heard, uh, I think around Lomiansky, but otherwise I'll say myself, whether, depending whether uh, this is what he said or it's just my take on things. But in certain ways, you'd think that being machmer is a good thing. Mm-hmm. In certain ways, the, 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 the Gemara says, uh, I forget the Lashon of hand, it says, uh, uh, 
uh, that it's good to be mekel. It's a shvach to be mekel. So there's two different things. If a person understands what the halacha is, and a person understands what the Torah wants of him, and he understands that he's playing with uh, with a live wire, and it's the third rail, and something that's not kosher is like something that's poison, and it's mamish life and death, and it's a question of what a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants of him, and the truth is, is that when a person doesn't have air, and they put up walls between him and Hashem, so he says, you know what, I understand what it is, I understand it is, I worked out the sugya, and now that I understand where that line is, I'm going to make a gedder, that's a good thing. But where a person just sort of like doesn't want to, he takes the cheap way out. He says, you know what, I'll be machmir, I'll go just all the way to the other way. So then he's not really working to understand what Ratz and Hashem is. It's not that he understands how weighty, he just sort of like doesn't want to deal with it. He understands that there's a weighty consequence. So he just says, you know what, I'm not really going to address that. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to like kind of encounter it at all. So he says that it's not, first of all, it's not always the right thing to be tzadikarbe. Maybe sometimes a person is going to snap. Maybe the chumr is not going to be right for him, whatever it is. But the idea that we're talking about is not just to be machmer all costs. It's to recognize the R, recognize Ratzon Hashem, to be Megala, to recognize, we'll see that, that Musr really has, is a very personal appeal. People have themselves different strengths and different weaknesses. Rav Yisrael goes off and says that really it's, it's a personalized program. Even the Gemara in places says that, uh, you know, for a person that wants to taste blood, so then, you know, the liver is like this. And for a person that wants to taste a certain type of not kosher meat, so then this type of meat tastes like that. And there's yibam. There are things that, that, that speak in different ways to address different Yitzhahara. Some inside the Torah, there are certain plans that a person should be on, certain plans a person should stay away from. But the idea is not to just sort of make a one-size-fits-all, to be a machmet, to be tzadik harbei. If ultimately you make a dharam, that's a positive thing, but that's not what our idea is, lishmar derech chayim to find yashras. The chidah says, the chidah says, from, from kait is also a yitzhahara, right? If, if it's on your own terms, then that's not ratzon Hashem. The chidah says, ikar musr hu habanoi al Torah, it's something that's built on Torah, diskulas ha-Torah, Property of Torah, so the Torah, Torah Tavlin, right? We know that, that the the Torah, the school of Torah is to uh, save oneself from the Yitzhahara. And if it's built on that, so Musr goes with that. And we're going to explain why later on. This is part, going to be part of what we're trying to get to is. Musr is not just a thing in its own right. Musr, like we mentioned last time from Akdam of the Maral to Derech Chaim Perkei Avis, Musr is Lishmar Derech Chaim. Musr is the Hechetimtza to kind of come in line to a path of Yashus to the Torah. But it's only when 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 a person is is that understands that the school of Torah is not some Sahara, So then Musr goes in line with that. The Oz, Ovid, Umahani, when they go together, that's where Musr will work. Sagi, that's enough. They look at, and part of this really goes back to the way that we understand Taira, and, and, and Torah has to be addressed with Musr together. Why? Because if you look at Musr as just being ethics generally, so you put it into subjective terms, and again, this is kind of the point that we're, I'm introducing now. So then, 
First of all, you don't really need to, why should I be busy with Torah? A person can sit all day and they, you know, they, they learn uh, one of the Balshuvi yeshivas, a good yeshiva, but, but uh, somebody was joking around. He said that this is the only yeshiva in the world where somebody says, pass in a sivas, and they give him a nesiva shalom. You know, it, you know if, if, if a person is, you know, Musr is a wonderful thing, but the truth is, is that Musr goes hand in hand with the Dalad Amas of Halacha, with Torah, with understanding that there is Eitz Chaim. We, we, we spoke out last time why Torah is representative of Eitz Chaim, and it's the most deeply rooted thing, and and that's where Musr comes to make sure that there is Chesed, and there is Gvura, and there's all these other things, but none of them are an end in and of their own place. Chesed could become distorted, Gvura could become distorted. Everything balances out to lead towards the center, to Ratz and Hashem. And when you have, one of the examples that we used last time is that if a person is, let's say, a good educator, a good Rebbe. So then sometimes they'll be nice and sometimes they'll be more of a disciplinarian, but it's not inconsistent. It's all getting towards the Derech Hayasher of being a good Rebbe. When anything takes on a life in and of itself, so then that's not necessarily, it's not well balanced towards anything. It's just our own notion, I don't know, Judeo-Christian notions of ethics, or even if it's if it's good Sfarim, but, but it says the Chidah and Revolbi is going to really make a big point of this as well, that we have these notions either in the psychology of the time. Torah is somewhat antiquated, and Musr is progressive. Musr is a good thing. But he says fundamentally that's not how we look at Musr. All right, I, I heard of Ronald Beyonce, a, a, a lot of what I say now comes off him, but I don't have to quote him every time because if I misquote it, then it's just my take on it. But um, he says there's a difference between philosophy and science. Philosophy is not really a grounded thing. It's, it's the way that you think about things, and you can build a whole tire around it, and it might be true, but Musser is closer to the science of, of, of Hanhaga and of, and of making Torah, uh, well, we'll see, of kind of like integrating it into personality and bringing us in line with it. We'll see what what Israel Salantra has to say about it. So, so when you have science, it's, it leads to a goal. There's, there's something on the table. The question is connecting the dots. There, there's, there's understanding how to get from point A to point B. So if a person understands Musr like that, you can't say that it's outside the Torah because Musr relates directly to the ideals of Torah and the Ashkaf of Torah, and Torah is dict- as dictating a reality. And says the Chidah that people that want to divorce the Musr from Torah, they say that, no, Musr is kind of like, Fala- Torah is antiquated, Chas Shalom to say that, and Musr is progressive. Vems Chalim, they're foolish, ki Musr bli Torah eno klum, there's nothing there. Right, the Dafka. I mean, even now we've, we always we've mentioned so many times before in our generation, as much as in any generation, you can see that the people that think that they're progressive, uh, you know, it's very subjective to us. Certainly, they seem like they're you know backwards at best, if not like downright you know sinful and kind of like you know mushchasim. But but Musr without being grounded in truth is not bringing you back to anything. Musr is restraining you. It's putting you on a path. So it says, "The davka Torah matzels me itzara ubetzirif hamusr yisiyashli v'yikpo v'libo lishmar v'lasos." And with Musr, it tells you how to guard and how to do. The Malbim says, "Musr sharsho yasar." What's Musr is yasar is like affliction. Umishdati from Paul Aser and to be with action, it's, it, it has a physical component. Raku ba'al meiser agofu Paul yasar ba'al meiser hanefesh. There's one element that leads to, that addresses the gof, and one element that addresses the nefesh that binds to the nefesh. Yubal called davar shabo aisrim as a nefesh, baltetze chutz legidra. 
and it comes on a cold over shabo oysermas and nefesh that it that it shouldn't go outside of its boundary. Whether it's a kaddish baruch Hu bringing yisurim on a person to put him back on the path, v'nimtza, v'nimtza. So another word of this is tochacha to be mochiach somebody. Another word for it. Uh, so the way that we talk about it when it comes to uh, Hashem is is that in terms of nefesh is this called tochacha. And what's musr when it comes to two people? So the greater one will tell the lesser one. So in certain ways, a Kaddish Baruch Hu comes and he puts us back on the path through Yisurim, through whatever it is. And in Musr, when it comes to person to person, it's that the greater one tells the lesser one how to act. But say for Azat, he's referring to Mishlei, because that's what the parish is on, Baal Yeros Hashem, Shia Yisaris, that's what controls the Nefesh, Atelech Bedarche Achachma, that puts the Nefesh onto the paths of Chachma. Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, Musr Hiatayra Litimtum Halev. It is the particular form of Torah that is designed to uh, to the people that are desensitized, and it's to come to uh, in in uh, a lot of things. I think a lot of these like anonymous programs. I don't know. There's Gamblers Anonymous, and Alcohol Anonymous. Okay, so Alcohol is different. But, uh, you know, I, I think that one of the things that they do is like just write everything you do down. You know, like a person who's let's say on an eating plan. I remember somebody was telling me, if you if you just write down everything you eat, just to be omade on how many times you take a handful, how many, you know, when you just realize that you're eating more while you put the food away than when you actually ate the meal, you know, you'll, you'll realize that you're taking, you know, like 800 calories worth of pretzels and like a handful here, a handful there, just writing, just sensitizing a person to certain things, and especially when you're sensitizing yourself to the truth, Right, so then you can no longer un- uncensor, un- uncense it. Right, a lot, a lot of things are just because a person is not uh, aware. And over here, Tim Tumalev is more even like stopped up. It's you know even more than that. But uh, but he says that's what that's what Musr is designed to do. And again, you know, we we've said before also, you know, sometimes with like I don't know, like magic eye or these optical illusions. Once you see something, sometimes you can't see it, can't see it. Once you see it, you almost can't unsee it. You know, so a lot of things with these like Tim Tamalev, Lamaisa, we say that Tyras are and Tyra is the Derechates Chaim. Once a person can become on the path, so there's a, the, the Koyach of Tov is much greater than the Koyach Hara. The Koyach Hara is a distraction and it's a it's illusory types of pleasures. Once a person recognizes what the truth is, so then they're they're no longer they're they're no longer going to be, you know, once you realize that that the the money that you're, you know, the carrot at the end of the stick is not really there, you know, the, you're, you're going to chase money and in the end it's monopoly money, then it doesn't hold that appeal. When you realize that pleasures are illusory, so then you, you unstop that Tim Tamalev. Dailanu Bagdaras Elu. It's enough. And uh, with that we've, we've kind of highlighted what the great uh, personalities that address the topic say. But uh, we, let, let's make something of it. So he says, Hatsara Shava Shabahan Shayesh Yetzer. We have a there's pull a pull going in the in the wrong direction. Yesh Ra, there's a wrong direction to be pulled towards. Vyesh Chait, there is error, right? There's there's sin. Vikhayavim Lasakin. And we have an obligation to be Masakin. Okhain. Milim built the modernius. This is not a modern way of thinking. 
It's a very old-fashioned thing to say. The Yetzahara is not a peripheral type of a thing. Mikri, it's not just, uh, I don't know if it means it's not called, or it's not, it's not Mikri, it's not like Mikra, it's not that it happens to be there, you're trying to go in the right direction, and there's the Yetzahara pulling in the wrong direction. This is the meat and potatoes. In other words, it's not like sometimes, you know, you have a certain job to do, and then like along the way, like I don't know, like, you know, you're playing a video game, like you're playing the character, and then like there's other coins, like I don't know, other little things you can do on the side. You're trying to learn, and Agav, like the Yetzahara is pulling you in the wrong direction, so you want to address it, you want to be a good guy, you want to put it down. This is what we're here for. This is this is the game. Right now, it doesn't mean that a person should, let's say, put himself into a situation where he has a Yetzirah, but one of the things we've mentioned before, I believe Rav Yisrael Salanter's Omid on it, I don't remember which letter, I think, but is that, you know, a lot of times, very often, a person, and you'll see it, a person, maybe he's in yeshiva, maybe he's in Kailal for a certain amount of time, but he's never in a million years, you know, uh, been outside of a certain environment. And then all of a sudden, the person's, let's say, in their late 20s, their early 30s, and all of a sudden, they're struggling with certain things that they've never had, and they're blindsided, and they think that they don't understand how this could have happened to them, they were so strong, they enjoyed learning. And the truth is, is that they never let's say, worked in a Gaisha office, or they never had to uh, juggle with uh, any, you know, on one end you could say, you know, whether or not to take off Tishabov or to whether to shake hands with a woman or whatever the case might be, right? So they didn't address that. They weren't in a Hechatim to address that. They, they, now, again, it doesn't mean that a person should go looking for Yitzharas to address them, but what, what a person is here for is say, like, you know, I'm just going to put myself into a hole and I'll never do anything and I'll never address the Yitzharah. When a person has the Yitzharah, it's not like, Agav, breaking our Yitzhar and making ourselves more godly, that is what we're here for. That a person should grab onto Musr and not weaken it. Not regard it. What does the Gros say? The purpose of life is to break away the midos that we haven't worked on. Now again, better to work on anger in the context of your chavrusa than to work on anger in the context of like, you know, shooting somebody, you know, like, you know, punching somebody. It's better to live a more refined life and do whatever it is. But in terms of the midos, a person has to work on the midos that they have a problem with. And if a person is not working on those, so he might live a very from life because that's the community and everything that he lives on. But if a person doesn't work on his midos, and it's very, it's very easy to fall into that trap. Because if you live a nice, good, from life, so I didn't work on gaiva, so I didn't work on anger, so I'm not the worst guy in the world. It doesn't really affect my life. So whatever it is, but the grass says that is why you're here. So if you're not willing to work on yourself, you're passing up the tachlis for why HaKadosh Baruch Hu put you in the world. So he says that this, what, we're, what we're saying now is not musr. What I just told you is fact. So interestingly, the, the, uh, the Rav Yisrael Salantra says he makes an interesting point. He makes an interesting point um, I'll tell you where he makes it. In uh, the 31st letter. But he makes a point. He says, 
that working on Midos itself is a chok, uh, okay? The, 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 the Torah wants you to act, to have a certain hanhaga, and it wants you to act in a certain way, and kaas is bad. A person who gets angry has all sorts of Gehenna and whatever it is. And this is really with all Midos, and uh, being able to, have, knowing that you have to master them, and the key to mastering them is understanding that it's a chok, and it's unequivocal, and a person has to understand that the Torah doesn't want him to have negative Midos, period. And then he says, once a person understands that this is a chok, meaning that it's, it's in stone, it happens to be that you can understand it, you can address it, you can talk about it, you can do whatever it is, but the idea of working on oneself, it's a chiv, and it's where HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants you to be, and whether you like it or not, whether it makes sense to you or not, this is the way that you have to do, and you understand that there's going to be a, a, a harsh einesh if you don't do it, then a person's going to work towards reward if they do. At that point, a person can work on them as mishpatim. Meaning, meaning, we mentioned this last time also, there's a difference in whether, there are certain things that are mishpatim, there are certain things that make sense in our understanding of things. But if you try to plug Tyra into your understanding of things, you know, people say, you know, what's great about kosher, it's healthy. So then instead of you saying, I'm able to understand a little tip of the iceberg of infinity of what a Kaddish Baruch Hu lets me in on, and therefore every time that you attach yourself to something, you're attaching yourself to Ein Saifius, and that means that you're changing yourself on that level, and part of the motivation, part of what allows you to change, part of what allows you to integrate into your personality is that there's some part of it that you can understand. That's one way. So once you recognize that it's a chok, now you could say, now I can try to understand the tip of the iceberg. But if what you do is you relate to it as mishpatim, you relate to midos and taira and certain things as a mishpat, meaning the godless of them is that I understand it, then what you're really doing is you're limiting the godless of it only to this extent that you understand it. You're taking something that's infinite and you're capping it out at being, at being human, at human perception. And that's very limiting. So he said, and he, he gratis says a, 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 a wondrous thing over here, um, that, uh, that, 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 so really, every, even mishpatim are chukim. Really, really, we understand, you know, we think that chukim are hard and mishpatim are easy. It's really the opposite. The truth is, is that the same way that you have to keep shatnas, you have to keep don't steal. The harder thing is understanding that when you do don't steal, that it's ratzon Hashem and that it's chukim, and enachanami, that it's also mishpatim also, and that once you realize that it's chukim, so now you can go ahead and try to understand a little piece of it. Uh, and he actually says that al shalom berchu batayra at the time of the churban is because if you're learning and as you as you as to understand something as a hechetimza, yes, at the end you come back to Lumad Amanas Lasos. But if that's your starting point, if that you're really learning as a practical thing, so then you're not learning as a chaik. You're not learning because you have to understand Ruts and Hashem and that that's that's at the highest level, and that's what you'd make a bracha over. You're learning because you need to know how to act, you need to know what to do. So once you need to know what to do, so the truth is, is that you're capping it out, you're capping out the whole idea of relating Torah as a utility. And he says that that's the idea of making a bracha on Lima Torah is making a bracha on Lima Torah as a chok. They weren't learning, they were learning all day, but they weren't learning Torah as a chok, they were learning Torah, so to speak, as this like mishpat style Torah, and that, that, that makes it a whole fundamentally different type of a thing. So, yes? Good. So, so he says that we have to understand that, that learning Musr and that work on ourselves and breaking our Midos is Be'etzem 
It's Be'etzem Achok. Be'etzem, afterwards, we come back around to, understand, to having an understanding of what we're doing. But, uh, but, but, but he says, this is not Musr. I'm telling you something that's built into the Bria. I'm telling you that this is our job in the 6,000 years post Chet Rishon. And this is our job in life. When we look at things, it's really not clear. It's really not clear where where is good and where is bad. You know, Amal, you could say that you know the, the, way, the way that now we we almost say that uh, that I I want to do the wrong thing, but intellectually I know that I shouldn't do that I shouldn't do the wrong thing. It used to be that a person maybe they, they wanted to do the tov. They they were in line with the tov. That was what they wanted. Intellectually, there was an argument to do the right the right the the, the, the wrong thing. So, but but now there's ra, there's tov mu raven zebezeh, right? We've said we we said before, you know. Sometimes you know you're happy to go to Marev and you're happy to help your wife out at home. You just don't even know what the right thing to do is. Where is the right thing? Where's the wrong thing? What's subjective? Where is your bias? You know, wh- where are you? What are you trying to get out of? We don't even half the time know what's right and wrong. Takes cheshben anefesh. We have to, right, the Baal Shem Tev has a way of dealing with a whole surah of, you know, Havdala, Amtaka, but you have to isolate what's, what's good and bad. You have to separate yourself from it and be mevatlet and then, you know, fully integrate back into the, back into the good. So, And this is, this is what the Gros says. Now, a Tamil Chacham reads this and he says like this, I agree with everything that you said. I learned Torah via Tavlin Yetzer. So you just told me that Musr is to get me back to Torah. But Torah is the Tavlin of the Yetzer. Mm-hmm. Like I'm away from that. I'm learning all day. I don't have a problem with Yetzer. Why do I need Musr? Besides for what I'm being Isaac in Taira. And the Gra also says, At the head of all ills is blood. We're going we'll, we're gonna to explain this. And head of all healing is wine. And wherever there's no wine over there, so then you should look for medicine. So it says the vadam nefesh So it says the rosh, the head of all, the root of all ills is taiva. adam is the dam which is the taiva. asvan the head of all healing is refuos hanefesh, ana chamer. Which is wine. He had tirashim shalayin in many places. Ba'asid delays like chamar, and where there's no wine, where there's no tira, mizbo samamanim writes alone. Mishenu ba'al tira utzarach l'rafos amidos. So, but if I am plugged into tira because I'm a tamad chacham, so I don't need the musr. So Musr is second, but really I should sit and learn Gemara all day. Musr is actually, if I'm not plugged into Tyre and I'm not able to really be plugged in, I'm not in Tamil Chacham, so now I need a separate, uh, separate study. Rak Lasuk, but Torah of Yerush Hashem, Kol Ideally a person should learn all day. And Lasuk, but Torah of Yerush Hashem. That's the Grah. Harim Aforash, Kibal Tyre, Enot Sarach, Lerufuos Hamidos, Vilatamil Chacham, Yusar, Limur HaMusr, Gamri. And therefore for Tamil Chacham, it is extra, right? And he says, we're going to see in a second, that Alomei Torah mitoch avas taira 
Then a person who's learning Lishma and is learning for Ava, so then the truth is, is that the bad Midos will fall away. I heard one time, I think it was Rav Noach Weinberg, might have been Rav Yaakov Weinberg, I'm pretty sure it was one of them, on a, uh, on a recording, but they, they said a, a, a wonderful parish in the Mishnah, it says, Antignus Irsocho Kibo Mishimna Tzadikwe Yomar Al Tiu Kavodam Mishamshas Rava Manazda Kabo Pras. Now, obviously, we, we know that there's a famous Rambam that said that uh, Tzadok and Baitus took this the wrong way. It's a question of motivation. In other words, one of the Yud Gimel Ikram is that there's going to be reward and punishment. Otherwise, there's no Hechatimsa, there's no Mitzvah, there's no Averis, there's no accountability. But that's not a person's primary motivation. It's there. It's not a person's primary motivation. But rather, a person should be which, so these are both Avas. So the way that Rav Weinberg, I forget which one, I think of Rav, explained it, he says, don't be like somebody who's Mishams and Rafa Manas the Kabbal Pras. person goes to the Gadol Hadar, and the person says, the Gadol Hadar says, can you get me a glass of water? And he say, sure, my pleasure. And then you come back and says, can you get me a glass of water? He say, sure, my pleasure. And he says, I'll give you a dollar. And he say, Michael Tavis, it's my pleasure. The dollar makes it less. And you come back and say, I'll give you a hundred dollars. And he say, it's my pleasure. I'll give you a ride home. I don't need a hundred dollars. And then you come back the next day and he says, I'll give you a million dollars. And you say, okay, I'd be glad to do it, but for a million dollars, I'm not doing it for the million dollars, but like, that's not my motivation, but I'll take it. But he says, it says, He says, imagine a person is going to a burning building and all of a sudden they realize that there's somebody in the building. Okay, so sometimes a fireman gets a medal or whatever it is, and they say, you know what, I'm going to go. Hey, people want to do the right thing, but listen, credit is credit. person's going, they're about to go into the building, they'll be a hero. And all of a sudden, you know, a person says, oh, are you going to go in the building? The person says, yes, I'll go save them. And then the person realizes that it's their child. At that point, if somebody went over them and says, I'll give you $100 or a million dollars, they would look at them like they're out of their mind. There's no reward in the world that's even shaykh to what they're about to do. It's, it, 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 not to say that it's not rewarded and it's not a good thing. It's not even begedder. It's not begedder. It's not inside the motivations. It's total ava. And the mission finishes off. But the idea of consequences, you can go through all Ava in the world, but Yura is part of it also, which is the way that we're going to learn that Mishnah. But over, so, so over here also, if a person is going through Ava and Tayr Lishma, so then the Midos fall away. It, 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 other types of things and recognizing things, and maybe that's why the Mishnah comes back at the end, because Musr is really to have Yura Shemaim and consequences put one right. It says, but that's also part of the process. Right? You, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't go only one without the other. But anyway, but in principle, if a person goes totally towards Ava, other things, other motivations become unnecessary. Okay? Okay. So he says, Ulam They're good, delicious, fatty. They're a tail of a kaitzpa, but have a thorn. Hareu gomer, let's see. Like two things, two aspects. Rak lazuk Hashem so you go to the Tamar Chacham and say, listen, sir. Do you even know what you're saying? I don't have to do Musr because I'm Osek all day long and Tariyah V'yeras Hashem. Do you know what Yeras Hashem truly is? V'gra is telling you all day. How many time are you not being Isaac in, in Tyra and Yerushimayim? 
Od Metzino Be'inin Zeb Melchi Be'liyahu Rav Chaim Vital Kosov Bashari Kedusha. So he says, first of all, it's a little bit of a red herring. As far as we're concerned, yeah, theoretically, if you're Osek by the gross standards in Yerushalayim and Torah the entire day, so theoretically, you wouldn't need the Musr. Nobody's on that level. That's, that's first of all. Second of says, Rav Chaim Vital brings, Melchi Be'liyahu brings him, Kosov Bashari Kedusha, Shetorah Bli Midas Tovo, Sibibuchinus Nezem Vizav Ba'af Chazer, that Torah without Midas Tovos is like a, uh, a filthy animal that has a golden ring. And we have to uh, we have to understand what it means that learning Torah is a refua for Midos. But so he says, So we have to understand: is it Torah or is it Midos? Right. So. He says, on one hand, it seems that Taira, the Gros says that Torah is where it's at. And the other one, it says, Torah bleem midas tovos, so you need Musar anyway. So he says, it's not an argument. Rasimachal Zizel says, Ki mitoch avas taira, the way that we just described, I use that mission to describe it. Aros. When you have that clarity, you have that motivation. Who can really say this? I know Chachmah Fine. So, okay, we'll, we'll come back to this in a second. But so, so for now, he says, the truth is, if you really were so internally motivated that you really had that Ava, that was what moved you, so then you could, you could have it. You, you wouldn't necessarily need the Musr. But who can really say that they're, that they're holding on that level? And there's reasons that anyway you're going to need the Musr, and we'll, we'll explain why. So the, and then we'll come, to just come back around to the last paragraph. We'll just make this point. So the, the, the Maral says in Parak Gimel, Mishnah Yudzayan, so the Mishnah says, Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah Omer, Ein Torah, Ein Derech Eretz, Ein Derech Eretz, Ein Torah. Ein Chachma, Ein Yirah, Ein Yirah, Ein Chachma. And it goes on. So the Ralph first asks, how could you have one without, how could you say, if not A, then, if, if not A, then not B, right? In other words, if, if there's, there's no Torah without, uh, there's no, uh, if there's no Torah, there's no Derech Eretz. But if there's no Derech Eretz, there's no Torah. So where's your starting place? In the end, I'll give you the, the spoiler, the end is going to say that it's not a temporal thing, it just means that they need to both come together, and that's, that's, that's what will explain why. That the truth is you can't really have one without the other, because in a bubble, neither one of them really, really exists. So we're going to explain, again, based kind of on what Ryan said, but he said that Derech Eretz, the way that, the, that, that he learns, Perish, this is the Maral, what's Derech Eretz? When people say Derech Eretz, it's true, there's a subset of Derech Eretz that's Midos and Hanhaga. But for now, what we talk about Derech Eretz in the broader sense is this worldly things. Anything that the entirety of human activity and human understanding that's relevant to this world is Bechlal Derech Eretz. So, the Torah is where you're trying to get to, but you can't have, you can't get to the Torah if you don't have the road to get to the Torah. You, you, you can't have a city without a road to go there. So if there's no, if there's no Derech Eretz, there's no Torah because you need a road to get there. Right? So if the Hechatimtz is missing, 
then you're not going to get where you're trying to go. But on the other hand, you can't have a road without a city to go to because the definition of a road is a place that goes from point A to point B. So if you're going to end up having Musser, like we said before, if you're going to end up having Musser without the understanding that it's putting you on the path to go towards MS, to go towards Derech Chaim, to go towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so then it's not really a road that's going from point A to point B. It's kind of whimsical. It depends maybe on the times, what somebody thinks. There's nothing that's really anchoring the, 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 the road to being what it is. They, they, they go together. So the, the Havana in understanding the the Derech the, Chaim and the Torah is that you can't have, in order to, to get to Torah, there needs to be a practical way to bring it home. There needs a way to act. You need something that's going to put you back on the Derech. But in order to really understand what Musr is and what Derech, what, derech Eretz, what, what derech Eretz is ultimately leading you towards, you have to understand that our whole job in this world is a hechtimza to to get there? We we said one time before a mushal. You okay? So it says, we said one time a mushal. We said that this world is like a hallway, and the next world is like a palace. So the very simplistic way that people understand there is that you know we're over here, and then ultimately we're going to get to the real the real meat and potatoes. But at the end of the day, we relate to this world as like a football game, and then the next world is like the trophy. It's better, you know, you get the the money and the prizes and whatever it is. But the truth is, nobody wants the trophy without the football game. You know, th- th- this is where it's at. The next world is dessert. This is the meal now. Dessert. But it's really the opposite, because when you build a house, you build a house first, and then you build the hallway, then you build the porch. The truth is, is that a porch that's not leading to a house, a stairway that's leading to nothing, it's like that optical illusion with the stairway, a stairway that's leading to nothing is not even called a stairway, it's not going anyplace, it's just like a sculpture, it's nothing. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to give us the real world, Hashem created a world. But in order for us to appreciate the world, HaKadosh Baruch Hu decided, and one of, one of, in one way of discussing it, that it had to be earned because the ultimate good is not just something that's handed to us, it's something that had to be earned. And therefore, in order to give us the real world, we had to have a hechatimtza to earn it, and therefore that's this world. But this world, to just go through the coal mine, to just earn something that there's nothing, that, that, that the whole thing is to appreciate what we're ultimately going to get to. So this world without the next world is for sure nothing, it's just a path to no place. But the next world without this world also doesn't really stand on its own as relates to us, because in our human condition, we need a place in our, we need a kli to, to, for it to attach to. We need to relate to it in our terms so that, they, so that we can earn it. They have to, they have to some go together. And if there's no tachlis, if you're just here, so then ultimately people withdraw. If a person is just, you know, going through the motions and there's no purpose at the end of it, you know, it's like, I don't know, people do theoretical math, I, I, whatever. You know, a person does, they do prerequisites towards a degree because there's, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. If a person is just like forever in academia, you know, I don't know, at some point you like burn out, you know, you know what I mean? Even though work is so much harder than school, a lot of times you hear from people in school, you just want to like get a real job and you just want to, you just want to like uh, work already. So so the truth is, is that elakos is really be'etzem Chal on on Derecheretz. It's really Chal on this world because uh, so you need in order to have Torah you need Derecheretz. The way that Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave it to us is that it should be incorporated in practical terms. It needs to be worked on. We need to be able to relate to it. And uh, within Derecheretz is the way that we are able in our human condition to incorporate Torah and attach ourselves to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. But on the flip side, the derech without the Torah is a totally meaningless because otherwise this world has no tachlis. What are we here for? Just to go to work and come home and have a good time? Like there's no there's no tzura to how we're living. The next part of it says min chachma and yirei and yirei and chachma also is that it it uh, it goes together, right? 
in other words, if 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 you need to have chachma in order to have your shemayim, that one's obvious because you can't truly appreciate something, you can't be in awe of something that you don't understand, right? So clearly there needs to be a certain degree of chachma in order to approach your shemayim. A person who's a shaita or a person who's a kid, they can, you know, they, they go to a king and they, you know, they'll sit on his lap, whatever, they don't understand what there is to be in awe of. But the flip side also, if there's no Yerushalayim, there's no, there's no Chachma. Why? Because, so what we just said also, if a person is Ava, they have, they're internally motivated, there are certain times that we have Yimei Ava, there are certain times that we have an Aliyah. At that point, you don't need anything to hold you in place. But that's good as long as it lasts, and as long as a person can be tapped into and subsumed by it. The truth is, is that the reality of Scharva Onesh and the reality of consequences is what guides a person, it's what holds a person in place, it's what creates the Tzura. You can bowl, you know, the ball down the middle of the lane, but at the end of the day, if you need to have the gutters in place, you need to, you need to have the reality that there's consequences of going off the path because at, at some point, either the Ava is not going to be totally there or, uh, you know, w- without the understanding that there's a reality to what a person is doing, so then it's not going to maintain the same, the same meaning. So... So the truth is, is that there's, you, a person needs chachma in order to get to Yerushalayim, but without Yerushalayim, there's no chachma also, because the tachlis of chachma is be'etzem to appreciate Yerushalayim, to understand what's good, uh, to understand what's good and what's bad. And you see that without Yerushalayim, so then you have chachma like you have nowadays. It just sort of goes off the deep end. I'm saying you see in whatever, you know, liberal agenda, whatever, whatever you're looking at, the truth is in certain sense, the more scientific advancements there are, the more that, that Yerushalayim has dropped off. To have true Chachma, which is true Chachma, which is Emesdeg Chachma, it has to be that there's Yerushalayim in place, and otherwise otherwise it goes to nothing. It's like the difference between philosophy and science. It needs to have something that's holding it in place as a Tzura. So, 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 so going back, so he says that Be'etzem, that's why you need both. Be'etzem, they go hand in hand. If a person had the Ava Shemayim and the truth in front of him that, would, that, that was leading him, he could, go, he could go in the right direction, but I mean, in, if there's no Yerushalayim, there's no Chachma either, because as a practical matter, Yerushalayim is the Tzura, really starts with Yerusha Onesh, it really starts with consequences. Musr is really what is the Derech Eretz component. It's what, it's what makes that bridge where we see that these ideals that we're striving towards are something that relates to us in a real way and provides that motivation. And he says, Kayomness of psychology nachlasakol. Nowadays, everybody thinks that they, we all speak in psychology terms. We all think there are a bunch of PhDs. Muske social psychology, It's penetrated even lay people. the subconscious, regesh nechisos, inferiority complex. I look these things up. Bitachan self-confidence Right, every every uh, every every guy, me. Right, every person who's never touched a uh, you know a PhD course, this uh, matter of course uses term self-confidence, inferiority complex. We already know what all these things are. And even the darche tipple, the ways to deal with it, the psychological treatment. Yeah, the dealing with it. So those are mashpia on us in order to... We, we don't use a Torahic approach necessarily to understanding ourselves. We've come to a point where we, where we use psycho, pop psychology to 
understand ourselves like karis atzmis ad kamash anu ma'ainin imba anu mshtamshin be munachim shala mi blila havchin imhem to umemes ruach hatarim lo without even understanding whether or not psychology types of ideals are in line with the Torahic approach we run to that right the, the first uh, right Dale uh, Carnegie these things have value we'll see in a second but we use those as the barometer vine musar hi chachma muka so he says you know what musar is. He he derech hatayr lakaris atzmis ulechinach atzmi to recognize oneself to self development ubenuyal ideas kochas nefesh it's built on psychology principles on a kochas nefesh kafisha torah lamdosa you know what mida what musar is musar is Torah psychology musar musar is the Torah approach to understanding oneself to self development musar he psychology shel tayra. Chachmas hamusar mekubelas etzlenu begaber b'sor salanter she kibel yisodos from Reb Zundel salant tamer chacham rogaran chayim v'lajin shmasayden he chachmas hamukamus kalas it's very brilliant and deep benu yal tanach gad the sefer mishra b'shem achronim so just make one more point and then we'll finish up so the 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 the, the um, Reb Israel salanter makes a point in. he discusses it in in a few letters, at least in two, four, I think 19 and 20, like cross-referenced. But, but, but he makes a point that besides for just understanding Musr on an intellectual level, there is also a component called Chachmas Olam, okay? And he says that this idea of Chachmas Olam, it's really coming off of a gra, which is discussing that a judge has to understand human behavior to recognize fraud, but what he, uh, in a certain sense. But he says that uh, a person has to understand the consequences and he has to basically study the study of human conduct and our motivations. And if he observes the study of, of human personality and the way a person conducts themselves, so then their study of Musr, like we said, is a personalized approach, not just in themselves. Sometimes we can recognize, recognize things in others more than in oneself, not to the point of looking down on them, just because it's clear to understand certain human conditions when you're looking at somebody other than oneself. And then that's where you take the next step. I heard one time somebody discussing uh, Aristotle, and you know people say that the Rambam used you know Aristotle terms, things like that. So he made the point that Aristotle was it would be like using the term gravity today what, what aristotle did you know back then there was no real difference between science and psychology and ethics it was all really one study if you said that something was a circle a perfect shape so then that would relate to midos and character development it would relate to everything so aristotle had a term let's say like we would say gravity he had ways that were that were basically looking at the bria and understanding an approach to what was there so if a person today would use the term gravity, nobody would say that, oh, they're a kaifer, they're, off, they're, using, they're, they're using scientific terms. It was a label, it was a way to quantify things. Where, where Aristotle stopped is where the Rambam started. In other words, Aristotle stopped and then the Rambam said, well, why does HaKadosh Baruch Hu make gravity act this way? Uh, so in other words, where pop psychology stops is where Torah sort of starts. Uh, in other words, 
it, it, understanding Chachmas Eilam is not something that a person shouldn't engage in. It's perfectly okay to use a framework of understanding, and if there are labels that help you understand having an inferiority complex or subconscious, things like that, if those are a way to help you understand how people react to things, then Gesundheit hate, that's Chachmas Olam. Now, the approach that you do with those ideas is called Musr. But where a person sets aside a framework of Torah and they use the psychology approach, which isn't grounded in MS, it's not grounded in in, in, in Chayim, it's not grounded in, in, in a living Torah and a Lokim Chayim, so then that is that that is what he's coming to uh, coming to say against you know in these terms that the, the I mean, he has a very harsh line where he says the, that that Torah is is not. Uh, Torah is not, you know, people say Shivan Panam Latira. That doesn't mean that Torah is yours to do what you want within your whim. He follows this up in the fourth letter. He says it doesn't mean that you can just take Torah and plug it in uh, to what to whatever you want. Right? Like we said, it's all Ba'etzem a chok. We said this from the 31st letter. Ba'etzem, it's all a chok. Everything is in place because a Baruch Hu put a framework in bridge that's unviolable. Right? The, the, this farm, the Zerashimshin talks about this uh, when, you know, by Shlomo Amelech, that Shlomo Amelech made a mistake, you know, on his level, whatever, you know, if we could say. But there was a certain error that it seems that Chazal tells Shlomo Amelech made that he thought that by marrying too many wives, that he was outside the boundary of a certain gzeira. So Zerah Shimshon goes over and he talks about exactly, you know, and how Kach Baruch put it in, Hashem Bezdino, or whatever it is. But in other words, it, it, once we understand that things are a chok, so then we can relate it to, then, then we can relate to mishpatim. The first thing that a person has to recognize is that the Torah is there as an inviolable framework, and then Musr, it's what comes on and it puts us back on that path. But, one last point. But uh, and he says in the in the nineteenth letter he you know that's where he he basically says that Torah is essentially in a certain place theoretical that's the philosophy behind that's and Musr is essentially where we integrate ourselves that's the Derech Eretz portion so it is Derech Eretz but it's Derech Eretz in a different way that people use it it's Derech Eretz in a way that it's it's things that are within the range of human of human behavior and of human relationships and he says just to finish off the piece. Where he says, uh, A person should never be, he says, Rabbi Shosalanta used, so he talks about subconscious in different terms earlier. A person should never be embarrassed that he's using Torah psychology, that he feels like he's antiquated. He knows from Rab Mishiro, Armigdole, Muslim Basement, Joshua, Rabbi Shosalanta, Nishro, Chachm, Mosra, Yom, Begeder, Tershbal, Pevi, Afbegeder, Sisre, Taira, Limur, Kazarilo, Nafot, Harabiosar, people, you're more likely to have base measures that's learning Kisve, Arizal, than to, than, than to learn about Musr. But a lot of Musr today is left to Tarish about Pat, and it's a, a person needs to have a derech. Yesh no Baruch Hashem Yeshiva Shem Kaim Seder Limur Musr of a Chachma Muka Musr Kiman Elama. There's a lot of people learning Musr, but the Chachma behind it is almost obscured. Vechisu Paneh Besilufim Tavitayos. People mess it up. They distort it. Mishpatim Kedum Vevusam. There's prejudices behind. You know we buy people have biases. But Prokma Bam Neshtadel Laharim Amachshaylim Ashani Midarach Musr. We're going to remove the obstacles and the misconceptions. And we are going to set us straight on what the avoda of Musar is.